God rest ye merry gentlemen, let nothing you dismay. Remember Christ our Savior was born on Christmas Day. To save us all from Satan's power when we were gone astray. Oh, tidings of comfort and joy, comfort and joy. Oh, tidings of comfort and joy. Christos, Christilis, yeah. Or Christos, Rizdaitz, yeah, for those of you who were, uh, self-celebrating Christmas on the old calendar tonight and tomorrow. But on the new calendar, we just celebrated today the baptism of Jesus. The great water blessing I did last night. Theophany, it's called, where the Jesus was baptized by his cousin John the Baptist and purified all the waters in the entire world around him. And, you know, we, we can't take lightly that great event that happened. As I explained to my parishioners last night, this event is arguably as important or more important than Christmas time even. In the early church, Theophany was, uh, was the first, one of the first feasts that was celebrated in the church, uh, even before Christmas. And Christmas and Theophany were actually put on the same day. They were celebrated the same day uh, uh, in the early church. So don't ever underestimate the importance of this great event, Theophany, the, the great... Um, baptism of Jesus by John in the Jordan. Yordan, we call it in Ukrainian. And there's so many uh, things that we could talk about in this great event of the baptism of Jesus. You know, first of all, you know, when Jesus approached John, John had had his, you know, was, was baptizing people with water, um, to, uh, you know, cleanse sins. So John was doing this for many years <laughs> before Jesus began his ministry. And, you know, John's disciples knew about Jesus because we know later on that two of John's disciples actually followed Jesus. Um, to become his uh, apostles. We read that in the scripture. Um, but, you know, John and Jesus knew each other for, for a long time. They, they were cousins. They were, um, you know, in the same relative area of, of the world, you know, uh, didn't grow up in the same towns, but, they certainly knew of each other and might have visited each other as children. Who knows? The um, you know the scripture um, doesn't really say. Of course, John uh, was hidden, and and uh, 
grew up in the wilderness because, uh, you know, when when Herod found out about Jesus's um, birth from the wise men, Jesus uh, Herod wanted to kill all of the uh, baby boys two years and under in Bethlehem and the environment of Bethlehem. And, you know, thousands and thousands of baby boys were murdered by Herod, who was trying to destroy Jesus. And also we know that he tried also to find John the Baptist and uh, even killed John's um, father um, in the temple. And uh, then um, John's mother, uh, Elizabeth, hit him. Uh, The legend goes that she hid him and they um, disappeared into the mountain and they were never found by the soldiers so that John could grow up in the wilderness and uh, become the great... um, Baptist that we know he is so um, so definitely Jesus and John knew of each other you know they may may not have seen each other because of all the uh, stories that happened um, you know all those things that happened with Herod wanting to kill them and of course Jesus grew up in Egypt as well we know that he spent some time in Egypt to escape um, King Herod, and then later on, um, you know, they, uh, the family, Joseph and Mary and Jesus settled in Nazareth, right? So we know that all that happened. And during that time, we don't know where John the Baptist was, if he was still hiding in the mountains, all that stuff. We don't know a lot of the history. But besides the point, um, John and Jesus met at the time of the Theophany. They definitely knew each other as adults. And John was asked by Jesus to baptize him. And Jesus and John gave this really interesting answer. I think all of us would give the same answer. He said, you know, I should be baptized by you, Jesus, you know. So John was humble. John was very um, cognizant of his humanity that standing in front of him, his cousin was the son of God. And Jesus said, you know, just do this for now, John, because we have to do this to fulfill the will of the Father. So that's the first thing that we notice during the story, that both John and Jesus showed great humility to do the will of the Father in heaven. So John, of course, baptized Jesus, and then uh, the dove came down from heaven in the sign of the Holy Spirit, and then the voice from heaven came that this is my beloved son with whom I am well pleased from God the Father. So 
obviously there's some important uh, symbolic points about this um, story, this baptism. You know, um, we see the entire Trinity at that particular moment. So the Trinity is shown. This is why it's called Theophany, because it it uh, it shows the entire Trinity. You know, God the Father's voice was heard. The Holy Spirit was shown in the form of a dove, and of course, Jesus, uh, the Son of God, was right there on Earth, all together, showing the people the Trinity. Now, Jesus, of course didn't have to be baptized because he was sinless. Jesus was without sin. So many people question, well, why was Jesus baptized? You know, why why did he have to be baptized? He as as John said, Jesus should have been baptizing others because he is God. But obviously there was a plan from God the Father of why this happened. And, you know, we can have many different discussions about why Jesus was in the Jordan at that time. And it began his ministry. Right after that, he began his, um, you know, three-year ministry with his apostles preaching the word of God. So, you know, most scholars would say that Jesus purified the waters now, by his baptism, by by John pouring the water over his head, he reclaimed the world in God's name. You know, uh, because Satan, the devil, is always trying to take us away from God. The devil is always trying to make us do things that offend God. The devil is always trying to make this world... Um, evil and unholy. So by Jesus' baptism, (coughs) by, by the purifying of the waters of the Jordan, Jesus made the world holy again. He, he reclaimed all the creation for God the Father. And that's something, it's, it's amazing to think about that, you know. So we have this tradition in our church, of course, where we bless the water, you know, at the, at, at the, in commemoration of the water blessing of, of Jesus' baptism. So every year on January, uh, the, the eve of Theophany, January 5th or January 6th, the day of Theophany, we bless water and this is a sign of of course this is a commemoration of the baptism of Jesus so you know in 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 the old days the priest we used to go right to the river right? in Ukraine and in Slavic countries they still do that where they go to a river to a lake just like Jesus was baptized in the Jordan River and we actually bap- we actually bless the waters right in the in the river or lake. Of course, in our country, in winter time, this is going to be a very um, uncomfortable doing that in the middle of winter, 
when sometimes it's minus 30, minus 40 degrees. So we just have a, a you know, um, bucket of water in the church and the priest does prayers and blesses the water and then blesses everyone with the holy water. And then afterwards, well, I'll be talking about this in a few days probably, the blessing of homes. Why we, we, we use that blessed water, we bless on theophany to bless everyone's home in the parish. And again, there's a, there's a symbolism to that. As I said earlier, we're reclaiming the world for God. You know, the devil is trying to be, uh, the, the, the ruler of this world. The devil is trying to take our souls away from God. But through that baptism of Jesus, through the theophany, through the blessing of water, we are reclaiming this entire world for God. This is what we're doing, okay? So it's it's so important to remember this. You know, the symbolism is beautiful. The prayers are beautiful that we used. <coughs> we use, you know, uh, three three pronged candles to dip into the water uh, to symbolize, of course, the Trinity. To symbolize the light of Christ it came into the world and through theophany. Uh, we sang the same um, God is with us verses that we sang during Christmas. So we started the service of Theophany with God with us. And then uh, we end the service by uh, the blessing of the water and blessing all the people in the church and blessing all the homes in the next month until January or February 2nd. This is traditional time to for the priest to go to everyone's home and bless their homes to, again, uh, reclaim the world for God. This is what we're doing. And, uh, you know, there, there's many other things besides what I said, you know, the, the purification from sins. So um, th- this is a symbolism that Jesus is also purifying us from our sinfulness by by blessing the water, by any time we use that holy water in our homes, any time we drink that holy water, we are helping ourselves be be purified from our sinful nature. Uh, of course, it doesn't take uh, we place confession. We still have to go to confession to the priest. Like, but the holy water, the same with the Eucharist, it helps us. Um, helps us purify our souls, helps us purify our, our, our relationship with God for all the wrongdoings we have done in our life. So this is, again, I, I'm not, I'm never going to underestimate the importance of this blessing of water in our tradition. It's very, very important. So we need to keep on doing it. Okay. So, in the next uh, few weeks, I will be, you know, until February 2nd, I will be blessing homes. Hopefully, you know, people have lost this tradition, unfortunately. And we because of COVID, everyone's worried about sicknesses. Everyone's worried about all kinds of things. But, you know, we, we this is a tradition that cannot be lost. 
we have to um, we reclaim the world for God. We have to reclaim God's creation for Himself, and 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 purify this world. You know, uh, get rid of sin, get rid of the the devil's power over us, and and we can't let the devil tempt us anymore. We can't let the devil, you know, put in our minds these evil thoughts, these evil intentions that we might have to to hurt other people, to do bad things to other people. We can't do that anymore. We have to let God control our lives. And this is all a part of the great blessing of water that we do of theophany. God bless you. Have a great day.